so good to have confidence in the Lord. Come on, that's what he wants us to have. Oh, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. You can, you can be seated in Jesus' name. I hadn't talked to them about this uh, prior to this, but I'm sure they're ready for something. But um, our ladies had the opportunity to go to a special retreat here a couple, well, I guess it's been a week now, maybe a little bit longer. And um, um, I know they're not all here, the ones that went, but we have two of them here tonight. And I think it'd be good if we heard from them and just, and just give us a brief um, synopsis, is that the word synopsis, whatever, of what you guys got over there. And so why don't we start over here on my right and you just... Um, you just tell the folks what, what God did for you at that, okay. at that retreat in Jesus' name. <clears throat> well, we weren't quite prepared because we thought we had <laughs> a little more time. But <laughs> um, I will do what I can. I did actually go over it a little bit yesterday and, and today. So I starred some points that I really, really <clears throat> loved. Um, it was a great time physically <laughs> and, um, and spiritually. Um, I guess overall, for me, what I took from it, I, I went with a lot, really, really high expectations. And um, they weren't met, but there was still so many lessons to be learned. Um, what I learned is that it's not always about me and everything, every time. Um, I'm not always there to receive. And um, so I, it was a good, I mean, it was such a good lesson for me. I was, I, at the end, I was just so disappointed, you know, and. I got good stuff, good little nuggets, and I'll share a few of them. But, but what God really showed me is that it's just, it's not always about me receiving, you know. And um, the way that I was able and that he used me to minister to some of the other ladies that were there was just such a blessing. You know, that was, that was the huge blessing for me, was being able to, to use my testimony for other people. It was, uh, it was awesome. So um, one of, uh, well, Kristen, this was Kristen's favorite, since she's not here, I'll share it. Um, that feelings are real, but not necessarily true. And that was, that was a big light bulb moment for, for a lot of people, including myself. Um, so yeah, checking your feelings. Yes, we have been given them by God. Feelings are true and they're, they're there, but they're not necessarily always true. They're not always speaking to the truth just because you feel that way. Um, this was another one that really struck me. It was, um, love is suffering. It can be very painful, but suffering is suffering. So you make your choice. Do you want to love and suffer a little bit of pain through that? Or do you want to suffer and suffer? You know, it's, it's make your choice. <laughs> so that was really good. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, oh, big one is that, um, well, for me it was, I love joy. <laughs> joy is one of my favorite things. Um, I'm so glad that it's not happiness because happiness is so temporary and worldly, but um, joy is, is eternal and in the presence of God, there is, there is fullness of joy. So <clears throat> um, one of the things that, that was said about joy was that, um, oh, dang it, let me try and find it. It was my favorite one and now I, it's escaping me. Um, Dang it. Well, I'll go back to that one if I can find it. Dang it, dang it. Um, okay, so um, uh, Sister Vicki gave her testimony um, about depression and um, the struggles that she went through. And she, she talked about how depression is the disease of, um, ah, Wanda, what is it? 
the disease of perspective. So if you can change your perspective, d depression comes and goes, and that will come and go with your perspective. So changing your perspective, if you're focusing on the negative, and I'm so tired, and everything stinks, and you know all of that stuff, if you can change your perspective, that will help you um, change and get out of that depression. She also talked about when God did deliver her from depression, she still felt like there was a mountain to climb because she got so low. But if you can look up and keep your eyes on the Lord and dig yourself out of that hole one step at a time with him, you know, with his encouragement, seeking his presence so that you can have the joy and just knowing there is a light, there's a light, and you just keep going towards that light and you're going to get up that mountain and to the top. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, so let's see. Oh, and she also talked about being a, um, a safe person. Um, someone that people can depend on. Um, she said not only to, to look at, at that in yourself, but to look at that in the people that you allow into your lives. Um, one of the questions you should ask yourself is, am I, am I a safe place? Am I safe for someone to come and, and give their testimony to you or share you know, some of the troubles in their life? <clears throat> am I trustworthy? Um, and where do I have hurts? And um, do those kind of things hold me back? Um, am I, you know, those hurts from the past, am I allowing them to hold me back and not move forward in the place where God wants us to move? Have I hurt others? Have I not forgiven others? You know, just checking your heart and trying to make sure that you're a peer and that you can receive other people and their, their hurts without putting yours past ones or any of those things that you've been holding on to onto them. Um, <clears throat> that was good stuff. Let me see. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I'm not prepared. We thought, okay, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> okay, that's what we thought we were doing, so yeah. Um, okay, the very last one that was really important to me, that really helped me, um, it just was a reminder to start using um, the Word of God again as our weapon. Um, and, and, you know, not really having a conversation with Satan, but using the word against him and helping, um, let's see, it was Revelations 20.10, and it just talks about where, where he's going, that he's being cast into the lake of fire. And when he starts coming against you or when those voices start coming against you and telling you're not worth anything or you can't do that or, you know, they'll make fun of you or whatever it is, you're, you're going to fail. You, you just remind him that I know where you're going and I know where I'm going so that, you know, we, we have the power to do that um, and that he has no legal right or any power in our lives because we are covered by the blood of the lamb. Um, that really, really helped me. So I'm going to let Wanda take it over from here. <laughs> but I just want to praise God for even having that opportunity. It was just so good. And we just, I just want to encourage anyone else who can go to, to go, whether you minister or receive, it's a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. It, it was a great opportunity to be able to go and to be able to witness ladies from all over the United States coming with, um, you know, God in the forefront, you know. Uh, we were all there to, to praise the Lord, to grow in him, and um, that was a very 
common expectation there, I think, as well. So before I went, I made a list of the things that I wanted to um, work on in my personal life, my walk with God. And um, we had kind of talked about that beforehand because he was like, I just want God to do whatever he's going to do. And I was like, well, if I don't have a focus <laughs> and I, have, I get bored with something, I'm just going to get distracted. So I need a, a little list here for myself. I didn't actually end up working on much on that list because God had other things in mind. Um, I, I kind of wanted to bond with some ladies there, and I thought some new friends and some new friends that have common ground with me. And um, every time I tried to bond or <laughs> get close to someone or to have a conversation that was deep, it was like, shut off. Like, God was like, nope, you know? We're not going there. We're not doing that. And I was like, that's just weird. Why would, why would that be happening, you know? I, I was like, I... I'm friendly. I think I'm friendly. <laughs> you know, it was like it was not going anywhere. And so um, I was in the shower kind of whining to God and being like, you know, like, what's the deal? Am I not likable? Or what, you know, what am I saying wrong, you know? And God spoke to me specifically and said, here, who are you here to talk to? What, what are you here for? Like, are you here to get closer to me? Or are you here to get distracted by trying to meet new people. I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with that, God. But he really wanted to talk to me specifically and for me to be able to bask in his presence and to grow from him and not just from other people. So he spoke a word to me and it was very, very encouraging. I came back from the shower with a completely different attitude. I was like, thank you, Jesus. You know, he wants to talk to me. So um, we, um, we grew a lot with um, our campfire um, little small groups as well. We were kind of broke out into two teams, and we were able to really talk and experience some things. Um, working together with other women in the Lord uh, by fixing meals and cleaning up for each other and fixing each other's lunches for our day hike, and it was physically exhausting. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was, woo. I mean, I, I couldn't I don't know if I've ever walked a six-mile hike before up a mountain, you know, but I was like, okay, this is good. But it gave me motivation. I want to I do better with my temple for the Lord and um, motivation. So the one lesson that really impacted me was, are you preparing for your eternal retirement? And um, it, I think it really spoke to me just because I want to make a huge investment I want to make a huge investment, but it takes steady contributions. And I loved that. It was like steady, everyday contributions in your walk with God is the way that you're going to build your spiritual retirement. And your eternal reward will be based on what you contribute steadily into the kingdom of God. We can't be ups and downs. We need to be, it said, understanding markets, ups and downs in your spiritual market as well. Like when you're up on the mountain with God, get everything you can from that, you know, like buy in, buy in, buy in. And when things are low, you need to be drawing from those lows as well of like what you're, you have experienced with God, what you know of him, be walking on um, that solid foundation. Also capitalizing on your higher income. So when you are definitely experiencing that and you can take more risks and stuff with God, Make sure that you're drawing from your experiences with him, um, every, like your everyday experiences with him. I just felt like 
that whole lesson was great. And it really helped me to see, I'm not a huge financial person. Um, I don't know a lot of inf information about the markets and stuff like that, but it was just like the basics were there and you could relate that to your spiritual walk with God. We all have that and we all need to make investments daily in walking for God for that. So that really spoke to me. So praise the Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is doing good things, isn't he? Praise God. And that's we can be assured of in Jesus' name. And so hopefully we can hear from the other two ladies that went. Maybe they can, um, they can be the ones that can put their, um, their testimony or their um, things into the uh, monthly newsletter that we have. And so we can have them do that. And I think that would be really good in Jesus' name. It's good to know that God is moving all over the place, isn't he? He is, in Jesus' name. Turn with me to the book of John, the Gospel of John, and I'm going to um, give you some, some more nuggets, if I can, tonight, and help um, us to just uh, to carry on with, the, with the, um, uh, the, the, I guess the Bible says to run with patience, the race that's set before us, and I'm so thankful, praise God, that we can, we can do that. Amen. Um, this morning we talked about initial and, and, um, and continual salvation, which is so very, very important that we get that, that outlook in life, praise God. The big picture is, is that, you know, to be saved and to stay saved and to be ready uh, for the rapture if it takes place or when something else takes place in our life and God can help us in those areas and he will help us in Jesus' name. The Bible says in John, the Gospel of John, chapter number 1, and I am going to begin reading in verse number 11, just a couple of verses here uh, for you tonight. The Bible says, he came unto his own, this is Jesus, of course, and his own received him not. What a sad um, aspect of, of, of the situation. But the Bible says in verse number 12, but as many as received him, the scripture says, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, praise God. And so we do have a blessed hope, praise God. God has given us uh, so many things that we can we can add to our lives that can give us the strength and the perspective of what's really going on in Jesus' name. Would you pray with me just for just a, maybe a minute or two, and let's ask God to have his way with his word tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, let's just ask God to, 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 to put something in our hearts tonight that is going to really be lasting in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, there's no question about it, Lord God, that you are not willing that any should perish, but that all would come into um, repentance and be saved, Lord God. And I'm believing that for everyone that's hearing my voice right now, Lord God, that, that that would get through any and everything and above all things that are happening in life right now. That, Lord God, that you, you really do, you want to bring salvation to them and you want to help them to have true joy and perspective in life in Jesus' name. And God, right now, I'm expecting that to happen. I'm absolutely expecting that to happen. 
happen here tonight. I push through any doubt, any unbelief, Lord God, any circumstances that would try to drown what you're doing, Lord God. I take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. And by faith, Lord God, right now, by faith in the name of Jesus, I, Lord God, believe in you. I have confidence in you that you, Lord God, are going to rise above all of it in Jesus' name and show yourself powerful on all of these behalfs in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for what you are doing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. What do you say we give God praise? Come on, let's give him glory. Let's not fail to just name. Praise God. And you can be seated. The Lord bless you tonight um, in, by faith in the name of Jesus. God is, is absolutely wonderful. I'll tell you, he gets better and better and greater every day. Praise God. Amen. And I am so thankful to be in the kingdom of God, to have him as my Lord and Savior. Praise God. To know that my confidence in him absolutely doesn't fall by the wayside. Praise God. It rises up in, uh, in, in so many different ways in the name of Jesus. And so thank God, praise God, for, for specific ways that he puts into our lives in Jesus' name. Let me show you something in the scriptures, and hopefully this will give you some, um, uh, uh, give you some perspective in, in the name of Jesus. First Peter um, chapter number one, I want to, to show you something here. First Peter chapter number one, and I want to uh, begin reading in verse number three, praise God. Never forget, amen, God is helping us to become, praise God, the sons of God. God, in Jesus' name, amen, and that, that is a, a wonderful, wonderful perspective in life, praise God. Um, one of the ways that God communicates to us, and I, I believe in this, we sometimes call it the still small voice, but it's our conscience, and the conscience, if you study that out, the word really actually comes from, um, in, especially in the Old Testament, it comes from the, uh, a word that means co-perspective, and we need God's co-perspective in our lives, praise God. Somebody said here tonight about feelings. And feelings, yeah, feelings might be real, but they're, a lot of times they're not true, praise God. And so we need to learn how and, and, and understand how to decipher that. Well, in my opinion, if we've got the coach perspective in our lives, I believe that God can touch us and he can communicate to us in these areas, praise God. And so never forget that, praise God. I want, I want to have a clean conscience. I want to have a clean conscience so that I know that the pureness of God can speak to me in Jesus' name. And when that happens and as that happens praise God I can I can understand without a shadow of a doubt that is God in Jesus name but first Peter chapter number one and verse number three amen talks about something here that I want to bring to your attention tonight amen the Bible says it says blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ which according to his abundant mercy say that with me would you abundant mercy come on never forget that it says hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Amen. There's a scripture, and I'm going to pause here for just a second, that says that Jesus Christ, you know, um, 
Um, he recognized the fact that his, his, um, his suffering was not going to be forever, praise God. Amen. And so you and I, we can understand that too. You know, for a little while, we're going to probably suffer a little while down here, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm trying to be very realistic. But you must understand, one of these days, it's all going to be over. Come on, one of these days, there are, no, there are going to be no more tears. Praise God. One of these days, there's going to be no more pain. Praise God. I'm telling you, folks, this is, what the, this is what's in store for us in the name of Jesus. This journey that you and I have decided to take on, praise God, it might have its ups and downs. But I'm telling you right now, one of these days, praise God, we are going to be in the presence of God. One of these days, we are going to be with Him forever. And I'm going to tell you something. It's all going to be worth it. Praise God. It's going to be absolutely awesome in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody that you're sitting there at that kitchen table right now, and things might look a little bit bleak, but I'm here to tell you, you got a hope in the Lord. You got something that's greater than anything, anything that this life can bring in the name of Jesus. And so we just got to remember that. We've got to remind ourselves, praise God, that this thing is for a whole lot in Jesus' name. I remember one time when Billy Cole was preaching, and he was preaching on the book of the Revelation, and he was getting into it. And I mean, I, I remember hearing it, and, and I'd heard uh, him teach on that many, many times. And this particular time, he was just really, really, really getting down to where the rubber meets the road. And just one time during his teaching, he just paused. And he looked at the audience, and I'll never forget this when he was at our camp meeting, praise God. He looked at us and he said, listen, he said, I feel, I feel like I need to say this. And he said this, he said, we have an awful lot, praise God, to gain. And I mean, man, I mean to tell you folks, that is, that is just absolutely a statement in itself. You and I have a lot to gain. And then he, then he paused again, and then he looked at us. He said, but we also have a lot to lose. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. I don't want to lose out on this salvation. I don't want some incident or circumstance to come my way that will take me down so far, praise God, that I'm going to lose my salvation. And you know something? That doesn't have to happen. Praise God. You and I, we can, make, we can keep making a commitment tonight that says, I am going to hold out until the end. Praise God. I am going to be here. I'm going to do whatever God wants me to do. And it doesn't matter, praise God, how cold it gets, how thick it gets, how bad it gets, praise God. I am going to hold out until the end, praise God, because I'm going to be ever with my God in the name of Jesus. Now, come on. I, I'm, I'm believing somebody here tonight. You need to hear this. You need to grasp a hold of this in Jesus' name. I'm not talking about a pipe dream. I'm not talking about something that may be here today and gone tomorrow. I'm talking about something that absolutely, from the scriptural standpoint, is there in Jesus' name. In fact, what I want to want to help you to understand is there is an end to this in Jesus name now listen to what the word of God says praise God it says in first Peter chapter number one I already had verse number three verse number four it says to an inheritance incorruptible praise God and it says an undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you praise God if you've got a mirror of somebody standing next to you right now you point at yourself right now and you say 
this salvation is for me. Praise God. God designed this to work in my life in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I'm telling you folks, the joy of the Lord can become our strength in Jesus' name. The Bible says, now listen to this. Listen to this because this is so important for us to grasp a hold of this. God is not unreasonable. Praise God. God is very reasonable. And so the scripture says in verse number five, who are kept or guarded. That's really what that word means. We are guarded by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. And so God is, is going to open up the windows of heaven and he's going to let us in on some things in the name of Jesus. In, in another book, in the book of Ephesians, it talks about being in heavenly places many times. Praise God. And I believe in the spirit we can obtain that. I believe that God, we can obtain that. But you know, just like when the, the three apostles, uh, you know, follow Jesus up the mountain, praise God, and they were, um, you know, they were privileged to see Jesus just trans, you know, um, you know, trans, now what's the word, um, transfigure right in front of them, praise God. Wouldn't that have been something? Man, I'd write like, like Peter. Peter says, man, let us build a booth for you right here. Let's just build the church right here and let's just stay up here. But you know, God understood that that wasn't the only place they were to be. But never, never make any mistake, folks. I believe there are mountaintops that God will give us. Amen. So that we can look it over. So that we can see it, praise God. And not forget it in Jesus' name. And so the scripture says that the vast majority of what you and I are going to be a part of when it comes to eternal salvation is reserved in heaven. It isn't that God doesn't give us things down here. No, God gives us plenty of things down here. But you must understand, in order to keep it incorruptible, to keep it from being decayed, praise God, a lot of times God's got to reserve things in heaven, praise God. And we must get that perspective. Amen. We are on a heaven journey, praise God, but come on, one of these days, oh, hallelujah, one of these days, praise God, either that trumpet's going to sound, or we're going to breathe our last breath, praise God, and it ain't going to take a half an hour within seconds, we're going to be in the presence of God, and I'm going to tell you something, folks, everything, everything that was negative is going to be wiped away, and we're going to see his face we're going to see him as he is I'm telling you folks we're going to have a glorified body God is going to give us a glorified body oh hallelujah hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus somebody described the, the salvation journey like this that the initial salvation what that does is that brings justification into our lives God literally puts us in a position of righteousness or we are literally in right standing with him that's what your and my obedience to his word does Amen. It doesn't give us bragging rights. It doesn't give us a bigger hat size or make us feel like we're better than somebody else. But what it does is it literally puts us in a right standing with God. Come on, somebody here needs to just lift up their hand right now and they need to recognize that. Come on, you, praise God, have access to God because of your obedience to his word. I'm telling you right now, you have his attention in Jesus' name. Come on, and I'm telling you, you couldn't get anybody any better than that. Amen. And so salvation initially will bring justification. God will look at us not as sinners any longer. He will look at us as perspective or as people who are going to become sons of God. 
That's what he's looking at, praise God. And so God <coughs> will bring things into your life and into my life that will cause that to come to fruition. Amen. Look at somebody or wave at somebody and say, I'm justified. Amen. If you've been born again, literally, if you have been born again, you have been justified in the sight of God. Amen. But this morning we talked about continuing, praise God. And that is so very important that we don't just get off the boat at the shore, praise God. We get back on and say, God, wherever you want to take me, that's okay, praise God. And so what continual salvation does amongst a lot of things that we talked about this morning, but what it does is it begins to sanctify us. And what that means is God is, is creating in us holiness. Amen. You must understand, in the book of Peter, it talks about he is holy, so we must be holy. And I'm going to tell you right now, that can be a very intimidating thought if we didn't know we had God's help. And so again, along with the experiences that we have in life, praise God, God is literally creating in us the ability to be holy. And I must emphasize this right now, folks. You and I could never obtain that without him. Amen. I really believe that a lot of times the frustration that people are experiencing is because simply they're trying to do things by themselves that God never designed for them to do. Amen. Now, I understand we have to make choices. God doesn't take the choice away from us. But you and I can rest assured that when we make the right choice, when we decide we're going to do it God's way, I'm going to tell you something. The windows of heaven literally will come open for you and come open for me. And you and I, we can expect, praise God, that God is going to be behind us in Jesus' name. And so literally, sanctification will begin to take place. And we'll begin to experience holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Purity is really what, the, what a, probably a better word for it is, is we become pure in our thoughts. We become pure in our intentions, praise God. We become pure in what we want to see God do in our lives. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. Again, I must emphasize, you and I cannot come up with that on our own. We can't do it. We need his help. We need his co-perspective. That's why whatever is bothering your conscience right now, whatever is trying to get into the way, you take initiative on that in Jesus' name. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the byproducts of, of continual salvation is the fact that I, I can forgive, praise God. I can forgive anything and anybody in Jesus' name. And so you and I, we can clear that conscience in the name of Jesus. In fact, Paul, that's what he said, one of his last speeches or one of his last sermons that he, he spoke to the churches there as he was on his way to, to, um, to Rome, praise God, is he said, I am clear, praise God. My conscience is clear, praise God. And you got to understand, there was a lot of people that tried to do a lot of things to Paul. He had a lot of things in his life that he had to forgive. But he, he could do it with the help of God in Jesus' name. And so can you. And so will you in Jesus' name. And so the Bible says we are kept by the power of God. Never forget that. Amen. You know, we don't do this on our own. We rest assured, or we, we rest in God in Jesus' name. And God is the one that guards us, praise God. But then look at verse number 6. I'm still in 1 Peter chapter number 1. And the Bible says, wherein ye greatly rejoice. Amen. There have been a lot of that going around in this church here today. There's a tremendous ministry and an anointing of rejoicing in this place today. There really is, folks, no matter what's going on in Jesus' name. It's tremendous. And what an, isn't it uplifting? Wouldn't you rather live your life that way? 
Same here, praise God. Amen. I think somebody said it here tonight, praise God. If you're going to suffer, why not suffer with rejoicing, praise God. I believe the Lord can help us to do that. I really do. Amen. And so the Bible says, we, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season. It says, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Temptations, testing will come our way, praise God. And God isn't trying to trip us up. He's not trying to make us look bad. He's trying to, to purify. Again, you must understand, continual salvation has to do with sanctification, holiness, pureness. And so if you, if you know anything about precious metals, and I don't know that much, but I do know that things like gold, gold and silver, praise God, that if you want to purify them, they got to get heated up a whole lot hotter than some of the other metals. And so you must understand that God will use this process, praise God. He will allow things in our life to get heated up a bit. Amen. And so what will happen is the things that really shouldn't be there will come to the surface. Amen. And again, we have a choice. And that choice is, God, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to try to hide it again? Or am I going to just allow you, and I, with your help, just to kind of scrape it off, praise God, and, and, and begin to have something that is a whole lot more pure in Jesus' name. Now listen to me, that is such an important understanding, praise God, because there are no accidents in the kingdom of God. Everything that God is doing is for a purpose in Jesus' name. And so the Bible says for a while, you and I might have to suffer, we might have to go through some things, amen. But the book of um, Romans in chapter number 8 says that we should not compare we should never compare the, 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 you know, the, the, the momentary sufferings that we go through in this life to the eternal glory that we're going to have in God. Amen. And this is something we have to be very careful of in Jesus' name because there is no comparison. Come on. There is no comparison. Because I'm going to tell you something, folks. Amen. You know, you've been justified. If you've been born again of the water and of the Spirit, praise God, and you're working out your salvation, you've been justified, and God has got you on the potter's wheel right now, and He's trying to create a vessel that will hold the blessings and the power of God. And all of these things are happening to you right now and I mean to tell you the Bible says count it all joy in the name of Jesus and I'm going to tell you something you want to know why because you know one half of a second after you're either dead or raptured off of this earth you're going to have a brand new glorified body in the name of Jesus come on I'm telling you right now where there's going to be no more cancer there's going to be no more pain there's going to be no more hardship I'm telling you right now it's going to be powerful and it's going to be worth it come on what do you say when do we begin to rejoice in no my goodness my goodness oh hallelujah jesus praise god what does the song say this is the day that the lord hath made i will rejoice and be glad in it oh this is the day that the lord hath made i will rejoice and be glad in it rejoice yes in the lord i can rejoice in the lord What's the next verse 
say, let's celebrate in the presence of the Lord. For he is, oh, he is worthy. Yes, celebrate in the presence of the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Rejoice in the Lord. I can rejoice in the Lord. Come on, just lift up both of those hands right now and just rejoice in the Lord. God's got it down. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah, Jesus. Rejoice in the Lord in Jesus' name. You and I, we can literally celebrate in the presence of the Lord in Jesus' name. Now, this isn't going to make some of the hardships of this life go away, but I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. It's going to make them bearable. Praise God. It's going to make them doable. Praise God. That, hey, I can go through these things. Amen. Because I'm not going to compare these things to the things that God has in store for them that love him in Jesus' name. And so the Bible says that there's a reason why God will, he will literally heat it up in our lives, praise God, from time to time. And again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, God is a very reasonable God, amen. He doesn't tempt us above what we can handle, amen. In fact, the scripture teaches us that even with that temptation, he will create a way for us to escape, amen. And so I believe, praise God, that God wants to help us to understand this and to receive it. Why? Because the Bible says in verse number seven, you and I aren't going to get around it. It says that the trial of our faith or your faith or my faith, and really what that means, the trial means the proving of it. Amen. Is it really there? Is it really something that's strong enough? Praise God. And God isn't trying to ruin us. He's trying to help us to be prepared in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's trying to help us to be prepared for the things that he has for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, and so this is what he does. Praise God. He allows sanctification to come in, purification, so that you and I, we can get rid of those negative and those, uh, those things that are, that are self-seeking and self-serving and that type of thing. And we can become what God wants us to come. Now listen to me. There's three areas of your life. I've taught this for years. And I'll just remind you of it tonight. Praise God. First of all is genetics. Genetics are who you are. Amen. You were born into this world as a human being that God already knew what it was going to be like. And so genetics are who you are. Praise God. And environment is where you live. You know, one of the neat things about an environment, praise God, is that it can be easily changed. Amen. It's amazing to me before I started coming to this environment called the church. Amen. How the problems compounded and multiplied and all that kind of business. But you begin to switch that environment into a faith, praise God. Believing. Oh, Holy Ghost. A powerful environment, praise God. Anything can happen in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm talking to somebody that's on the internet right now. That you're looking for the answer. And I'm telling you right now, God's got that answer for you. He wants to help you to change, praise God, your environment. And guess what? When you change that environment and you come into a faith-building environment, God's going to help you to be regened. He's going to help you to be regenerated. And I'm going to tell you something. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is going to help you in Jesus' name. 
And so you teach it. Everybody's got it. Everybody's got genes. Everybody, and I'm not talking about Levi's here. I'm talking about who you are. Everybody's got them, praise God. And everybody lives in an environment. Amen. And so think about that. But the last thing that everybody has is a will. And what the will determines, now listen to me, the will determines who you will serve. Amen. And it's like, uh, I think it was Bob Dylan, I think it was, years ago, got to be probably 40 years ago, maybe 50 years ago, put out an album, praise God, called A Slow Train Coming. And I'll never forget one of the songs that he had on that album, if I'm not mistaken, was You Gotta Serve Somebody. And I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. That's what your will is all about. And that's a lot of times what will determine some of these battles. Amen. It's not so much how the intensity of the hill is or how hard it is. It comes right down to who are you going to serve? Praise God. And listen to me. Amen. I'm not telling you I've got it completely down, but I'm working on it. And I'm going to tell you something. When I decide that I'm going to serve God no matter what, I'm going to tell you there is not a battle. There is not a situation. There's not anything that I can't go through with his help in Jesus' name. And so the trying of our faith a lot of times will determine that, will help our will to be turned to His will. Praise God. Because the Bible says the trying of our faith in verse number 7 is, is being, it says, being much more precious than that of gold that perisheth, though it be tried or tested with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. It's one of those things that it's going to remain in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. I, don't, I, I, I can't say that I've wrapped my head around exactly what kind of a function it's going to have in heaven. Praise God. But I do believe it's going to be there. It's going to be that testimony. Praise God. It's going to be that thing that, I, that you and I, we went through in Jesus' name. Praise God. And the Bible says in verse number 8, it says, Whom having not seen, you love in whom though now ye see him not yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory and here's what I want you to catch tonight praise God this is what I want you to see praise God the Bible says in verse number nine it says receiving the end of your faith amen that's what God wants to see happen, praise God. And what is the end of our faith? Even the salvation of our souls. That's what God has intended for us, my friends. He has got eternal salvation intended for each and every one of us in Jesus' name. Now, I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not what this doctrine is all about. It's just the idea that you must understand that predestination is in the Bible, Amen. And I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about the plan. The plan of God is predestinated. God already started this thing with the, with the absolute intent to finish it. And so if you and I will stay in the plan of God, now I'm winding down here a little bit here, and I want you to, to catch some of this stuff. Praise God. Let's get back to what we've been talking about, salvation. Praise God. The plan of God is for every person in this world to be initially saved. 
Amen. Being born again is not just some select apostolic Pentecostal group that gets everything, that type of thing. No. I'm here to tell you that, 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 that biblical salvation, infilling of the Holy Ghost, baptism in Jesus' name, is intended. That is predestinated for every person in Jesus' name. But as I said before, my friends, God will not take away your choice or my choice. He will always allow us, praise God, to make choices. Amen. And this is, what, this is what you and I, praise God, with this sanctification can do. Amen. With this purity, with this working out our salvation can do, is that literally we can begin to make faster and better decisions in Jesus' name. Again, I don't think we're ever going to live long enough to eliminate all the problems in this life. I don't think we're ever going to do that. And that's not pessimistic. That's very realistic. But I do believe, praise God, the longer we live with God, hallelujah, the more things that we can, we can avoid in our life, the more things that we can just say, hey, wait a minute, praise God. I'm not going to be a part of that anymore. I'm not going there. I'm not going down that road. I'm not going to allow that spirit to spend any time in my house or in my environment, praise God. Amen. Last night while I was studying the Word of God and, and, and doing different things, uh, I, I felt like the Lord just kind of prompted me or spoke to me in that, in that conscience. And He said, I want you to get up off of your chair and I want you to, to walk around your house and claim my blessings in Jesus' name. And so without, uh, and I, I hope I didn't hesitate very long, I got up right away. And just went outside. And I, I have a pathway that I have around my house, much like the same what I do here in church, praise God. And I walked around that house, um, you know, four times. And I claim the blessings of God in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something, my friends. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm going to tell you, I want to be a part of whatever God is doing whenever He's doing it in Jesus' name. It doesn't bother me, praise God, to tell people that sometimes I get spontaneous. You ought to see some of the looks that I get, especially about the third time I come around this church on Sunday mornings. You ought to, and I, I've learned just to kind of look the other way and, and go on and just praise God and that type of thing and, and so on and so forth. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. If you're looking for somebody in this world to agree with, with the plan of God and how he's doing it, you're going to look far and far between, praise God. But amen, I'm here to tell you, my friends, there are people that they find it, praise God. It's like Jesus, when he was teaching those parables, he taught, when he was teaching about the kingdom of God, study it for yourself. The 13th chapter of Matthew is packed full of good examples, parables about the kingdom of God. One of those uh, such parables, he talks about a man who found a pearl of great price in a field, praise God. And what did that man do? Do you remember what he did? You better believe it, praise God. He didn't care where anything else went. He did what he had to do, praise God, to buy that field, praise God, because he had found the treasure in Jesus' name. Come on, how many out there in, in, um, uh, in internet land, how many of you have really found the real treasure, praise God? Why don't you just lift up your hand right now? Why don't you give God praise? Why don't you take about 15 to 20 seconds and rejoice in 
that aspect in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm telling you something. We have found the prize in Jesus' name. And one of these days, praise God, we are going to be in his presence. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. And as we said this morning, comfort one another, praise God. Comfort one another with these words in Jesus' name. And I believe that the Lord can help us with that. I believe God can help us, praise God, to allow Him to come close and to do the things that He wants to do in our lives any and every time that He wishes to do that in Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God. I feel a little addendum on this, and I'm, I'm just about done. Thank you for coming up. And we'll sing here and give you an opportunity to respond to God's word, praise God. But I feel like somebody here tonight, this, this is going to mean something to you. And I, uh, it, it's kind of a little different than what I've just got done talking about here. But nevertheless, I believe it will help somebody in Jesus' name. Uh, Matthew chapter number 5. Um, uh, it's it, tremendous chapters. 5, 6, and 7. You've heard me say this before. You talk about deep. You talk about getting down to where the rubber meets the road. Uh, you, you just, my goodness, you, you read those three chapters and, and you'll never have to worry about being out of work. Literally. You'll never have to worry about what am I going to do tomorrow. I'm telling you, you read those three chapters and you'll find something, praise God. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm being very realistic. If you want a shortened version of it, <laughs> some people do, you can go into the sixth chapter of the book of Luke and about, I think it's from about verses 20 through, um, through 49. It talks about much the same thing, but it's a lot, it's a lot shorter. But Matthew 25 you know, or Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And it's a big difference between being there and getting that information from somebody else. And I'm certainly not, you know, um, uh, criticizing Luke. Uh, I thank God for his thoroughness and his, and his study. But you've got to understand, Luke was not an eyewitness. He wasn't there. He had to get his information from people who were there. Amen. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Amen. But Matthew was. Matthew was there. Amen. And there's a lot of indication in these scriptures that Jesus didn't just teach that one time. Mm -mm. He taught that on a regular basis. This was kind of the plumb line that Jesus had. And so I want to take a portion out of this that maybe will help somebody here tonight in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Uh, the Bible says in verse 38 there, Five times, or not five times, but six times, Jesus says in this chapter five, you've heard it said. And then he goes on and he says, but I'm going to tell you now. And I, I've come to find out that this is the law of Christ. Amen. This isn't Moses' law. This isn't the Old Testament law. This is the law of Christ. Amen. And he, he, he tells us again, he says in verse 38 there, he says, you have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. How many have ever heard that? Yeah, it's Old Testament. Praise God. Amen. The Bible says, but I say unto you in verse 39, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Now, folks, that's a big load. Amen. To be able to allow people to do things to you without any type of retaliation is a tremendous thing, especially in the world that you and I are living in. Amen.
And so I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, to, to define what that means for you. But I believe there's somebody here under the sound of my voice that you need to get that out of your heart. You need to get that wanting to get even and wanting to, to, to get, get something right, that type of thing, out, praise God, because it isn't going to work. It's only going to complicate things. And I will tell you this, in the spirit of the Lord, it's only going to prolong what God really wants to do in your life. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Man, this is a word of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. And then Jesus went on to say, if any man will sue thee, praise God, at the law. That one's kind of special to me. Amen. I, I can identify with that one, praise God. But nonetheless, it's in there. He said, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. I've had to remind myself of that many, many times, folks. But the Bible says in verse number 41, look at this. Here it is, my friend. The scripture says, and whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain or two. Tonight as I end this, praise God, I believe what God wants to help some of us do is contemplate that. I believe what God wants to do here tonight is he wants to begin the sanctification in somebody's life that will create in them a two-miler. Praise God. I mean a two-miler. And I have no idea what that means for most of you. I know what it means for me. Amen. I know what God is speaking to my heart in. And I believe, praise God, as we are on this journey, praise God, of because we've been justified and we've been initially saved, born again, can somebody say amen? And because we've made the choice and we make it every day that we're going to continue. We're going to work out our salvation. We're going to do what God wants us to do, praise God. And we're going to get faster and better at it. Can somebody say amen? Praise God. And so we are being sanctified. We're being purified. Our motives, praise God, are being taken to the cleaners on a regular basis. Well, because of that, you and I, we can look forward to the fact that one of these days, oh, hallelujah, amen, we're going to have, we're going to be in the presence of the Lord, and we're not going to have to worry about stuff like that anymore, praise God. We are going to have, well, let me just put it in accordance to the word tonight, we're going to have an end of our faith in Jesus' name. And so God tonight, praise God, is helping us to achieve these things through his help. Remember, the things that God has in store for us, he, praise God, he is guarding them, praise God. And you and I, we're going to have access to it in the name of Jesus. Let's stand tonight, praise God. As we sing, I want, to, I want us to contemplate what God is saying to us. What is God trying to achieve in our lives? What's he trying to bring to pass? And I'm going to tell you something, folks. It's going to be exciting because now, praise God, we can begin to see what God has and what he's doing in the name of Jesus. And we can begin to, praise God, walk in agreement with him in the name of Jesus. Come on, many of you, you've walked a mile for the Lord. Praise God. You've done what he wanted you to do. Now God's up in that ante just a little bit in these last days. And praise God, he wouldn't up that, praise God, if you and I weren't able to do that in Jesus' name. Let's let him talk to us. Let's let him bring some things to the surface. And then let's just watch him with his help purify us even more in Jesus' name. Amen. Holiness, holiness. 
is what I long for. Holiness is what I need. Holiness, holiness is what you want from me. Come on, let's let him do it. So take my
God. Amen. And you and I, we have the guarantee from God that that's what he will do in Jesus' name. Praise God. One of the most powerful examples of prayer, in my opinion, is found in that 26th chapter of the book of Matthew. It's when Jesus found himself in the Garden of Gethsemane. Amen. And of course, you know, we understand because of the thoroughness of, of Luke that it wasn't just a five-minute prayer, that it was hours long, praise God. And I can't imagine how agonizing that could have been, praise God. But our Lord and Savior was willing to do that because he knew that he had to come to the same conclusion that the Father did. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. What do you say tonight in, in, in conclusion? in conclusion or closing of this service. Let's submit our will to Him. Let's make up our mind we're going to serve Him no matter what, in Jesus' name. Can you do that? Come on, put it in your words. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever it takes, I want to serve You, Lord God. I want to be the one, praise God, that every day of my life is saying, not my will, but Your will being done, in Jesus' name. I thank You for initial salvation that comes through the born-again experience, God. I thank You for the strength every day to continue to be saved through your grace and by your faith and by your power in Jesus name and I thank you God for the promise that says that one day there's going to be an eternal salvation that will never end in Jesus name I thank you for these things now help me tonight Lord God to submit to your will to do it readily to do it willingly Lord God and to do it quickly in the name of Jesus to quit contemplating to quit trying to size it up to quit trying to argue or to or to decide lord just help me to do it in the name of jesus and i believe by your help and by your spirit we can do that i'm going to do that in the name of jesus and i give you the praise and i give you the glory for it lord god in the name of jesus let's give him praise and thanks oh hallelujah praise and thanks unto the father in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much for being a part of this service tonight. Amen. Again, we had to take some extra measures this weekend in some of the things that we do here at the church for extra protection in Jesus' name. We will be communicating with you as that continues on. This week, if you're interested, from Tuesday on, there's going to be services that are our general conference, and they're going to be um, streaming them here, or not live streaming, but they're going to be playing them here at the church beginning at 5.30 on Tuesday night in Jesus name and so if you're interested in coming down praise God and, and you want to be a part of this we certainly would welcome you to do that in Jesus name if you don't feel like it's safe yet and you want to watch these things from your home I would ask you to get to maybe text brother Fitzner and he can give you the ways in which you can do that in Jesus name but neither either way praise God let's take part of something that's bigger than what we're doing okay and let's rest assured that God is great and he is greatly to be praised until we meet again Again, Wednesday night or whenever that is praise God we appreciate you and God bless you in Jesus name